Today, I chat with Taylor Kinsey. Taylor Kinsey is an international lifestyle and wedding photographer for the Spirited Souls. Starting her business in 2013, Taylor has since honed her skills in grassroots marketing and personality branding to build a six-figure business that is beyond her wildest dreams. In her free time, Taylor loves catching up on the latest Netflix shows or reruns of The Office with her fiancé Paul and their two mini schnauzers, Grace and Dusty. Today, we chat about planting seeds, the tortoise and the hare mentality, and tips on how to have a lasting wedding photography career. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, today in this episode, I'm here with Taylor Kinsey, my new friend. We actually met on Facebook through Southern California Professional Wedding Photographers and yeah i've just been obsessed with her work and also her brand and she takes beautiful beautiful photos um but today we are going to be talking about how to create your lasting brand because both of us have been in the business for i've been in the business for a decade and taylor for eight years so yeah taylor started start us off by telling us a little about bit about you like your own bio and your own words Sure. Well, thank you so much for that sweet introduction. And I'm so happy we were able to connect via the magic of Facebook. Um, Yeah. Um, Well, like you said, I've been in business for eight years. Um, We talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but it's just so crazy how fast time has gone by. Um, I love what I do. And um, I feel really grateful every day that I I get to do this. Um, What else? Where are you located? I'm based in Orange County. Um, I actually originally started my business in Los Angeles and operated it from there. But about three years ago, I relocated to Orange County when I met my fiance. And um, I'm loving it so far. There's so many beautiful locations to shoot at and not as much traffic, which is really great. Yeah. And um, yeah, I have two little mini schnauzers that I'm obsessed (laughs) with. They're my little fur babies. and. yeah, that's it, I think. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we're going to get that deeper, obviously, but tell me all the juicy details about your fiancé and how he proposed. Oh, sure. Um, well, Paul is a – he's also a wedding photographer, and we actually also met on Facebook about four years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we were had been friends on Facebook for a couple of years, but never, like, really talked to each other. Um, we just had so many friends in the industry mutually. And um, and then I ended up going on a trip to Montana with a couple of girlfriends, and I posted about it on my Facebook 
So um, his sister actually lives there. So he messaged me and he said, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you that you're going to Montana. You should go eat at this restaurant and this hike is really great. And just was giving me all the pointers because he's just a nice guy. Yeah. And um, and then a, a few months after that, we kind of started chatting more and then kind of quick, quickly realized that we had a, a deeper connection. And um and then ever since we've we've been together, our, our first date was actually a road trip to Yosemite. I had Whoa. an engagement session there and um, he kind of tagged along. And it was it was one of those things where in the moment I was like, this is either going to be a crazy, funny story that I tell later yeah. or like the best weekend of my whole life. And luckily it ended up being the best weekend ever. So Wow. Um, you really took the plunge. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take risks, man. Big risks. Yeah, so reward. are you going to become like a husband-wife team or just keep it separate? You know, that is the big, the big topic of discussion in our household right now. We have to kind of, if we do decide to join into one brand, we have to make it make sense because we both own our own businesses. And um, from a financial perspective, combining two forms of um, – of income or two streams of income um, really has to make sense for us as far as being able to charge, you know, the amount that we would make individually, but like both of us, if that makes sense. So um, it is, it is definitely something that we've been talking about. How would that work? We both take a lot of pride in our business and um, we kind of operate our business a little bit differently. So We've kind of had conversations like, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And how can we balance those things out if we did decide to join our business together? And also, would we drive each other insane? Um, yeah, totally. yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you when you work with your spouse and and you live with your spouse, that's a lot of seeing each other. So, okay, um, cool. Yeah, yeah, but, that's a big decision. Yeah, I but I I, I don't think I answered your actual question. Um, he proposed in December on my birthday, Aww. and um, he lo- kind of long story short, every year for Christmas time we go to see the Nutcracker, and that's just been something we've always done since the beginning of our relationship. And with COVID, I had you know brought up around like October last year that I was really bummed that we wouldn't be able to go see it because, you know, shows weren't happening at the time. So, you know, a week before my birthday, which was in December, he comes into the room real casual and he's like, I'm taking you to dinner for your birthday. So you need to wear a nice dress. It's a nice restaurant. And that's not like super out of the norm. He usually does Uh take me to dinner for my birthday. Uh Um, so we were, you know, driving to my birthday dinner in quotes and, uh, we end up pulling up to the London in um, West Hollywood. Yeah, I love that. And he takes me into this really nice suite and I'm like, this is kind of off. This is a little not normal. Yeah. This is really nice. (laughs) Um, And then he pulls out champagne and then he's like, okay, I have a surprise for you upstairs. And even then I'm like, well, maybe he's just really being extra nice this year. I don't know. So I, he was acting strange, but um, I was, you know, still kind of naive to the what was going on. 
And then he takes me upstairs, um, walks me out to the rooftop, and there's a ballerina standing there. Oh my and god, Taylor! What yeah, the I heck? know. I and all I could do to stop from like just bursting out into sobbing, uh, I made this really strange noise, and I just kept going, oh, 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 and like just to not cry. Oh um, yes. And and then she started dancing, and then I saw cameras in the reflection of the. Um, the glass walls and then i knew like oh something's this is happening because once you, you know when you when there's cameras behind you and stuff like yeah it's, it's going down um Dude, what the hell that's like the craziest proposal i ever heard oh uh, he did such a good job i i i feel really lucky and it was really truly one of the best moments and you really do like when I talk to my couples now in consultations, I feel like I have a whole new understanding of what they're what they experience. Like you black yeah. out when you get proposed to. I don't oh, remember a good boy. chunk of what happened, so I'm oh glad there were God. pictures. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's like a yeah. true fairy tale. I mean, the wedding photographer dating a wedding photographer now planning the epic proposal and now epic wedding. Mm-hmm. That could be a whole another podcast right there. Oh, seriously, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so I wanted to ask this question. I asked this to all my um, interviewees, but it's kind of a little spin. But what is your woo factor and what is your husband's woo factor? So what's your Taylor factor? What makes you stand out? What makes him stand out? Because I kind of want to do a little contrast. Yeah. Um, Well, we're not married yet, but I feel like he's already my husband. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, my woo factor, I would say, is honestly just – me putting myself out there. Um, I really strive to focus heavily on personality branding in my social media platforms. So I create a lot of content that, you know, includes things that I do in my personal life or captions that are stories of, you know, things that I share that are vulnerable and really help my audience to connect with me. Um, There are just, there's, there's so many talented photographers in this industry and really to set yourself apart from them. There's only one you, you know, so not everybody's going to connect with you and some people are going to connect with you like they're your best friend. So I really have been lucky in that regard in that I, I do feel like putting my personality out there and my face out there and talking to the camera every day in my stories has really helped me to repel those clients that wouldn't be a good fit for me. And also attract those clients that um, are my people, if that makes sense. Yeah. What are your like three pillars that you talk about for uh, mostly? Well, um, you know, for personality, like for my personal life, I like to tell stories that were inspiring experiences that I've had. So I really talk a lot about experience I've ha- experiences I've had while traveling. That's when I feel the most inspired. And um, th- I feel like all these serendipitous moments happen for me when I'm traveling, mm-hmm. which is really crazy. Yeah, Yosemite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then experiences I've had in past relationships. I have a whole blog post from years ago where I, you know, talk about a date that I went on when I was in Maui and, you know, how that changed me and, um, you know, just personal things that I feel inspired by. I don't know that there's three pillars per se. Yeah. You know, it's just kind yeah, that's of. That's a good one. Yeah. I love that. And then how, how about your hubbies? I mean, I keep saying that, but I'm going to just start calling them. Yeah, totally. Because (laughs) I mean, the only difference is that we will have a marriage license. Totally. Um, 
You know, for Paul, I think, what is his? That's, that's a really great question. I think, I think the type of content that he, that he decides to show and how he curates his work is really what helps him to stand out. He's, he's super talented. Um, and the work that he shows is just the highest caliber of quality and, um, and I just feel really grateful that I'm able to learn so much from him as well. He's been in the industry for, I believe, 12 years now. Wow. And he's he's taught me a lot about business and, you know, how to how to be better in, in those ways. Um, because as a female, I think we tend to be a little bit more heart-centered in the way we approach our business. Um, and he's really taught me the, you know, a little bit more about the art of being a salesperson, um, but also, you know, still being genuine if that makes sense yeah i love that like more of the masculine feminine energy shifts yeah yeah definitely is helping me to balance out and and uh get better where my weaknesses were cool cool yeah i i'm loving this conversation i'm gonna ask you this powerful question but what is the biggest accomplishment in your business the past eight years Oh gosh. Um, well, I guess I would kind of have to start with the the reason I started my business was um, because I used to be in an industry. I was in the entertainment industry before I started my business. I was an extras casting director. I worked at a company called Central Casting, and I worked there for five years. I liked it for about five minutes and somehow, yeah, uh, somehow ended up staying there for five years. It was a very, it was a glamorous job for the first, you know, six months. I got to be on, on working on cool shows and go to uh-huh. rap parties and all of that. But at the end of the day, it really drained my spirit and my creativity. I knew that I needed a job where I could be outside and be interacting with people and feel valued and feel like my my vision and my creativity could really flow out of me. And that job, I, you know, every day when I went into work, I, I just, my spirit just shriveled up and died. There was, there were no windows in the office. I worked in a cubicle. I was constantly exhausted. So I picked up a camera. Um, I think in 2011, I purchased my first DSLR and I just became obsessed with teaching myself. Um, so a year later I was able to actually leave the company and go full time with my business. In retrospect, I probably should have been a little more prepared financially. Um, (laughs) but you know, it, I just had no doubts that I would be able to succeed if I put the effort in that I put into my other job. And it, it was crazy the way that the universe kind of conspired to help me be successful. Like the day that I quit my job, I came back to my desk and I had a text message from a friend asking me to do social media photography for their PR company. Um, And that helped me the first six months of, of leaving my job. So it's just, I think, I think there was a lot of fear when I first left my job. And then the moment that I realized when I was doing my taxes, um, I think it was my it was my fifth year in business. My tax person said, you made over six figures this year. Oh, and I and that I was just so proud of myself. I went and bought myself a nice purse and like just really celebrated how far I had come. And, you know, it was one of those moments where you sit and you're just like, I did it. I, 
I really wow. did it. Oh, that um, gives me chills. Yeah. I love how yeah. you like really speak from the heart. Like, oh, even thank you. Today, like today's hot topic, I feel like we kind of recapped before this call, but everything's very like heart centered. Um, so today we're going to talk about the hot topic is how to create a lasting career over, you know, five years, because we talked about so many photographers start. It's easy to start, but it's very easy to give up. Um, mm-hmm. So you have some amazing tips that you're going to go through. So you could start us off with tip number one. Go for it, Taylor. Yeah. So like you mentioned, I think it's really easy to get super excited and when you first start your business and really just go for it, which is what I did. That's how I entered into starting my business. I was so excited, so pumped and ready to just tackle it and be successful. And the first, you know, five years to get me to that six-figure year, that was a, a period of extreme hustle for me. And if I if I continued to run my business in that way, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It there's a point where you really have to figure out how to balance your life. And um, there are ways to to do that. Um, f- the first one is kind of you know planting seeds in your business mm, um, to see to see big growth later. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, an example of that is relationships. Like I, I'm a kind of an introverted person. I don't love going to networking events. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's so beneficial to go to those events and to really meet people and, and say hello and put your face mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also a really draining thing for me to do when I come home. I'm just like, ah, quiet now. Um, but, but, you know, I'll I'll say like interactions that I have with planners, you know, four years ago, and then all of a sudden they'll pop up, you know, and say, I have a, I have the perfect client for you. I remember meeting you at this one event and I, I just, I've always wanted to work with you and, um, things like that, that you don't really see in the moment are Mm -hmm. creating success for you. Um, but later on down the line really are. Um, and then how you interact with your clients. Like for me, I'm constantly, you know, commenting or responding to, I follow my clients on social media. I interact uh-huh. with my clients. I uh-huh. want to, I want to consistently be on their minds. So if mm-hmm. they, if they do, you know, get pregnant with their first child, that I'm the first person that they think of to photograph that moment. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Before I forget to mention, do you shoot Fuji? I do. I actually was on your website and I saw your beautiful X-T4. Um, oh, I just, a Fuji yeah, Fuji friend. Um, yeah, I just switched to the Fuji system in November of last year. Paul's actually a Fuji ambassador. He's a, he's an ex-photographer for Fuji. Oh, crazy. Um, so I was a Canon girl. I was very loyal to Canon. Um, and then I started shooting on my Fuji gear and I just fell in love with kind of taking pictures again. Me too. Oh my god. Yeah. Same. Yeah. You when you hold that camera, it's just such a beautiful camera and you yeah. just feel like you're creating art. Yeah, I'm just sense. like click click got it. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so easy. You feel a little bit almost like 
you're not really doing anything. But I mean, when you get to that point as a photographer, when you know what you're doing, it's not it's not like a rocket science kind of thing. It just comes. Yeah, you don't have to take a bazillion photos. Yeah. And it's crazy, too. When I started um, shooting at weddings, especially people come up to you and they're like, wow, your cameras are beautiful. Are you shooting film? And I'm like, nope, it just looks like film. Like, you know. Yeah, everyone says that to me, too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely a good conversation starter. Totally. My little story about me and my Fuji was mm-hmm. um, my sister's friend was telling me to buy one for a long time. And I was like, no, I mean, I'm a Nikon girl. And then it was Thanksgiving. And then he had his Fuji and he took a photo of the turkey and it looked like the damn turkey. And I was like, I bought it like on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> the color is like every color was just so rich and vibrant. But yes, now when yeah. I take photos, I'm like, oh, I'm obsessed. Like, look at, look at, look at. I, I show the yeah. clients and they're so happy. Well, I always say, you know, I'm not a I'm not a techie person, but intuitively, I look at the files from a Fuji camera uh-huh. and I and I just I don't know what it is, but the colors and the tones and the the depth in the images are, they're different and there's something about them that I just love. Yeah, me too. Well, we'll geek geek out about our Fujis later. Okay, yes. so I'm going to recap <laughs> a little bit. So Number one, planting seeds, like, you know, talking to planners, networking. I'm a half introvert too, so it takes a lot out of me. But I always coach my students, like, when you go to a wedding, just always make that good rapport with the planner or the venue manager or the DJ just because, you know, it could be turned into a very important um, connection between you guys and relationship, um, mm-hmm. even if it's, like, a couple seconds. Just, like, where are you guys from? Like, how's the wedding – season going? How's everything going? Like how long have you been um, doing weddings, stuff like that. And just, you could do a little coffee date later, but just that, that instant rapport that planting the little seeds um, is so important and so powerful. And then Mm -hmm. the second one was your client communication. So you go like the second, third, fourth step above and you follow them on social media and you're, you become friends with them. So you're always top of mind when they're going to you know, get pregnant or have babies or need you for portraits or branding sessions or anything like that. So anything to add on those things, Taylor? Shout out to our sponsors. Photobooth Supply Co. helps entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses by creating meaningful experiences with a photo booth. Living in a digital age, anywhere people gather is an opportunity for an experience. And what better way to capture those memories than with a photo booth? There has never been an easier way for photographers to scale their businesses, increase their marketing efforts, and maintain cash flow during off-season than with a photo booth like the Sasso booth. Increase revenue $600 to $800 per event by adding a photo booth to your services so you can make more and work less. If you don't provide a photo booth, someone else will. So stop leaving money on the table and get yourself a Sasso booth today. No, I don't think so. Um... What are, I mean, what are some ways that you, other than networking, that you plant seeds? Ooh, good question. Thank you for asking me questions. Um, I mean, I plant seeds to get on vendor list by actually commenting on like the venue's Instagram page. And you could do that before like planners or any vendor. Yeah. Um, but just like uplifting, motivational um, encouraging words that are not just like, oh, love, love. It's just like, oh, I, I love like the bride's dress and how they're posed. And I love like this arbor at your venue. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Something where they'll like remember me and be like, oh, that was a nice comment. So mm-hmm. yeah, so many different ways to plant seeds. And, you know, also just 
becoming friends with the planner, like getting their text message and be like, hey, do you want me to send you sneak peeks to your to your phone right away? And they're like, of course. So just um, making that that nice um, first impression. Yeah, I mean, that is a whole other topic, the way that you treat your vendor partners. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's your bread and butter. That relationship is crucial to the success of your business and mm-hmm. taking taking great care of your vendor partners, making sure that, you know, everybody has their own opinion about their comfort levels with sharing their images. But like a day or two after a wedding day, I have a gallery of teaser images sent out to my vendor partners so that they can post and share and tag me. And, you know, it's fresh in everybody's minds. People are still excited about the wedding. Um, Guests are looking at the bride and groom's Instagram. And, um, and that's just, you know, that goes kind of to grassroots marketing, but that's such a huge thing for me as far as, um, the success and continuing to to propel my business forward. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we all are on the same team or we should be on the same team, the videographers, the photographers, and the bride were, like you said, vendor partners. That's like the key phrase here, partners. We're in partnership. So we're all going for the greater good of the wedding to have this amazing epic day for the couple. And if it is an epic day, then everyone is successful. Exactly. Yeah, we're all on the same team in in a mission to serve our clients well. Yes. Okay. So you kind of touched about personal branding because your personal personal branding is on point. But I think one of your uh, key points was consistency is sexy. So tell me about that. Yes. So people that follow you on your platforms want to see consistency so they can trust you. And if they trust you, they're more likely to hire you. Mm. So it's so important to kind of keep in mind how often you're posting on your social media. Do you post to your stories every day? Do you show your face and talk to your audience every day? Um, do you post to your story or to your um, to your posts? more than once a day, once a week, once a month. Um, people that follow you are going to get used to the flow of how often you post. And, you know, if you start randomly posting to your Instagram three times a day and, and people are used to you posting once every three months, they're kind of going to be like, that's weird. I'm not used to this. Oh, interesting. So, I didn't think of it. That was like a pacing. Yeah. So consistency in that way, consistency and the way that you communicate with your clients is a really big deal. How how long does it take you to respond to your emails? Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, a big priority for you? Um, consistency in how you behave when your client meets you at a shoot. Are you the same or different than you represent yourself on your social media? You really want to, I, I, my approach is I'm very just what you see is what you get. Mm. So I'm myself on my social media so that when I do show up to a shoot, my clients feel comfortable already. They feel like they already know me and that we're already friends. And conversation just seems to kind of go smoothly. And that way they're able to kind of let me uh, get those vulnerable shots and those vulnerable moments and kind of take down their walls a little bit because they feel comfortable with me like I'm a friend. Yeah. And you're – your photos, I mean, your hubby's <laughs> hubby <laughs> is a photographer, but your photos are amazing of yourself. Oh, thank you. Plus your clients, of course. 
Yeah, consistency is everything. Like even when I just started this podcast recently, like I've had so many hiccups with like internet issues and connectivity issues. And I kind of wanted to give up and or not give up, but just, you know, skip a week and just post the next week. But I'm like, no, consistency is everything. Yeah. (laughs) And you're you're planting seeds. Like everything starts slowly as it grows. And, you know, let down the line in a few months or years, you're going to look back and and say like, I was planting those seeds and now I'm like watching everything grow. Yes. And I have looked on your Facebook and you have some fun videos, but you posted this video about the tortoise and the hare. It's actually a live video on YouTube, but literally mm-hmm. like the tortoise and the hare and like the tortoise <laughs> winning the race. But why is that message um, so powerful to you and what our conversation today? Yeah, I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning with it, with running fast in the beginning and burning out quick. Um, it's those little things, those ways that you plant seeds. For example, are you blogging? Um, whenever I blog something, there's this little voice in the back of my mind that's like, why am I spending so much time on all of this? SEO is so monotonous and you know, just really doubting what the purpose is behind it. Yeah. And then, you know, a week later, two weeks later, even like a year later, I'll book a wedding off of, you know, somebody will say, oh, I saw your blog post. And I, you know, I was searching for somebody that has shot at my venue and your blog post came up. So you just really, you never know. And that's kind of one of those things where you have to maintain consistency with every little routine thing that you do in your business. And even though it feels like you're not getting anything out of it in the moment, um, having faith that those things are going to come back to you full circle. Oh, I love that. I love that. Is there a certain like time hack? I mean, me, me and you have been doing this for a long time, but do you have a certain time hack or outsourcing uh, resource or tool that maybe other photographers, newer photographers wouldn't know of? to do like like Um, time well I actually just started this year outsourcing my editing yay (laughs) which I've I've tried many times in the past few years to do and it's Uh just um it's hard to find somebody that can see in the way that you see yeah and um it's also really hard to let go of that but then you realize how much time it's taking you out of your week to edit a wedding. And I'm not the fastest editor. I'm, I'm very um, particular about mm-hmm. things. So it really takes me I kind of tell. a long time. And then, you know, when I, when I think about, Oh, I'm spending 20 hours editing a wedding. How much time could I be spending going out and networking with planners or yeah, having, a, having a, <laughs> or yeah, having a, exactly. Or having a personal life even like yeah, that's so important to have, wedding, to have balance and nurture your own personal time. So you can continue to feel inspired and give to your clients. Um, so I've recently started working with a, an editor that, you know, we've we've chatted many times and gone back and forth about uh, particular skin tones that I would like to see and color tones and um, really helping her to get a feel for what I what I need for my edits. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to free up so much time for me and kind of just help me feel like free from the chains of my desk. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Once you give it yeah. up, like there's no looking back. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, I'll recap one more time real fast. So first one was planting the seeds. Um, number two was a communication with um, your clients. And number three was consistency is everything because it builds that trust. And then number four was the tortoise and the hare example, but like the little things like the blogging, the SEO, like you have to just keep up with it because it's going to benefit you in the long run. Um, do you have any more tips before we go into our rapid fire questions? No, I don't think so. I think you covered it. Yay, that's awesome. These are all great tips. Okay, so rapid fire fun questions. What was the craziest thing you seen at a wedding? And if you can't think of something, then just like the most memorable. Well, I don't know. I've seen some crazy things, but I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. I think the thing that's most memorable, honestly, and we were talking about this earlier, I shot a wedding just yesterday um, where the groom was just told that he has terminal cancer and it just, yeah, it, it really sparked something in my heart and made me so grateful that I get to do this. Um, not all weddings do that. You know, there's, there's a time when you feel like you're overworked, where you, you feel like you're doing the same thing every weekend and you feel maybe not valued, but, um, weddings like the one I shot yesterday, every image I took is going to be a treasure to this man's children and to his wife. Um, when, you know, I'm praying for them and, you know, hopefully it turns out for the best, but mm -hmm. if it, if he does pass away, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that they're going to have these images. Um, and it just was such a beautiful, beautiful day. And so, so cherished in my heart now as a wedding in my career. Yeah. And you gave them that gift that's going to last them, like you said, of lifetime for their generations. And that's so heavy on your heart, but you, you have a beautiful soul and you were able to, you know, I'm sure just make the best of it. Um, for their family, make it the best experience. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So in a nutshell, I kind of asked this to my um, potential wedding clients, but how would you describe like your upcoming wedding? You know, you don't have to give it away if you don't want to, but like your big vision and like, is it like themed or is it boho? Or is it colorful? Or like, tell me all the deets. Like, just give me that vision. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay, so I, I always kind of joke about this because Paul is going to be a, a groomzilla for sure. <laughs> he's, he's a lot more particular about things than I am. I'm kind of just like I want to wear a pretty dress and I want great photos and yeah. um, I want to have all my friends and family there, but everything else like whatever. Um but he's he's going to have a lot more uh, opinions than I do, and we're going to have to kind of work together on on balancing that out a little bit. Um, but we are planning to get married in Montana. Okay, that is for sure. And um, we do have a venue in mind. We're kind of just nailing down logistics with like the date and you know getting the contract finalized and everything. But um, the venue that we're looking at is it's kind of like an upscale barn um it's a Ooh. renovated barn but uh -huh. it doesn't feel like a it doesn't feel like a barn it's very like kind of restoration hardware um yeah, feeling it. on the inside there's a gorgeous view of um the mountains and it's right outside of yellowstone so 
we just really want, oh, and there's like little cabins on the property where our friends and family can stay. And that was really the most important thing for us. We don't want it to feel like it's just, you know, a day. Uh, we want everybody to feel like they're having an experience with with us and kind of making it into a trip, um, like a little vacation for everybody. Oh, I, um, I just, I, yeah, I just really want, we just want the the mood of the of the celebration to be intimate and just really special and kind of have that magical feeling in the air. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was me and my husband's like biggest regret that we didn't do the rehearsal dinner. Mm. It was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did I you guys do it? But he was against it and he wanted to save money. But the wedding day goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, if we did that dinner, like our families could have had conversation and just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just this once, once in a lifetime thing. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad that you're making it like a full, full on weekend. Oh, event. yeah. We want to do like horseback riding and little like hikes and trips and. Yeah, we wanted to just be like a, a long week of celebrating and being with our friends and family. Aww, I love that. Okay, last question before we um, let the uh, listeners know how to find you. But how do you get that heck yes from your dream clients? I know you gave so much about your beautiful brand, but if you could mm-hmm. give our listeners some, some of your secrets. Well, I think that the, the the most feedback I get or the feedback that I get most often from clients is how grateful they are that I have such a calm demeanor. You do. I. It's funny that they say that to me, though, because I must be very good at hiding when I'm stressed because on the inside on a wedding day, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, but on the outside, you, you don't want to let them see you sweat. They're already probably stressed out. Me being a stress case is not going to help me serve my clients any better. Um, so I try really hard to kind of bring a calming um, energy to my shoots. And really, to, I think that helps people to feel comfortable with me. Mm. And that's honestly, like almost all my clients at the end of a you know a wedding experience, if, when I deliver the gallery, they'll say in their reviews, I'm so happy that she was so calming. I was so stressed, but I felt really confident having her there and she knew what she was doing. Um, So yeah, I guess I would say that. Yeah, it's interesting because when I actually look at your website and your Instagram feed, it's actually this like calming energy. Oh, nice. That's so interesting. Yeah, so your personality is like resonating with your photos, which that's what happens. (laughs) I love that. I love to hear that. Yay. Okay. So where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on my Instagram where I'm most active, um, which is Taylor Kinsey photo, Um, like Taylor as in Taylor Swift. And then Kinsey is K-I-N-Z-I-E photo. And then you can also find me on Facebook. I'm not as active on my Facebook, but um, Taylor Kinsey Photography on Facebook or my website. You guys can feel free to reach out and say hi. It's just taylorkinsey.com. Yay. I love this conversation. It was so nice. And congrats to you and Paul. And I can't wait to see your wedding photos. But stay on the line. Uh, Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. 
Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.